Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So yeah, let's do this. It is episode 35. It's good to be alive. I hope you're really, really well. Thank you for listening. Um, I've got a few things I need to get off my chest. One of them's a cat. Get off there, puss. And the other is, I had some uh, road rage, didn't I? Got involved in road rage. Um, I don't know if you know me so well, but I can't actually drive. So my road rage was actually by the side of the road. More pavement rage with an old Swedish goobin, and uh, yeah, it, it just, it was on Gottgarten in uh, Stockholm, it was going pretty well that day, and I was walking with the flow, I was going with the flow, and then this guy was not walking with the flow, old dude, just sort of came over and invented his own kind of lane in the the pedestrian freeway. And I sort of just refused to move. So we had this bizarre, non-violent, non-aggressive standoff where I just said, you should be in that part. And then he kind of shouted at me and I looked into his eyes and all I saw was both loneliness and willingness to kill me. You know those people that you see and you think, Fifan, they could actually, they could go to prison. They're not that concerned about this. So I I was the one that moved. You know, there's always that game, I don't know if you played chicken uh, when you're supposed to just stand there, is it in front of a car? What is that game? Anyway, some kind of dare, and I'm not very good at dares. I'm not very good at remaining and and trying to fight. I just think by the end of it, I'm like, you know what? This is a complete waste of time for everybody, for human, for humans. This is a waste of time. So I will eventually move first. And that's what I did. And if that old fuck is listening, yeah, I'm going to call him an old fuck. I know that's a bit aggressive for our picture, but, um, you know, I uh, I could smell his breath. That's how close we got. I could see the nose hairs in his little nostrils, and I could see his bloodshot eyes, which, if were put together, would spell the words, I will kill you. So I just left it. But if he is listening, make sure you know this. You didn't win that, mate. You may have moved me, but you did not win that battle. Good. Uh, Good things are great things. I hope everything is going well in your life. I hope as you're listening to this, you're smiling at the person opposite you. Or 
you're in such a situation now where you started laughing <laughs> and um, this might make you laugh. I've just been investigating this because my my son um, has started to kind of uh, swear. When I say swear, he says fifan. He goes, ah, oh, fan. And a uh, five-year-old saying fan is still quite acceptable in Sweden. Um, if he was sort of saying, well, what happened is I, I then looked at when a child should start swearing. Not There's not a kind of... Um, there's not a, an, an age where if they're not swearing or cursing that you should be worried, okay? If you're a parent now, you're like, oh, my six-year-old's not saying too many, you know, still doing gangster rap, but not actually swearing. So um, if they are not swearing, that's great, good. But there was a thing in England where a woman has complained. You know those things where people just complain about anything there's always those ones where um on on twitter especially it's like um, a little like a, a mum bought shopping and you won't believe what she finds and she finds like a crab you know or they find a tiger's penis in a loaf of bread you know there's always those stories well anyway this woman is worried that her child is going to um, is going to the first words that the child says is going to be if you seek it fuck okay there's no other way I don't care I'm swearing I'm I'm you know I'm I'm cool I'm a rock star I don't care I'll swear um, so here we go have a listen to this. This is what, um, they bought one of those little, um, like, play phones, you know, like, just to prepare the child for normal life when, you know, when they'll be staring at a real phone. So what they did was they bought um, a little kind of uh, Fisher, Fisher and Pike or what, anyway, and, and then the mum's worried that the first words will be fuck, and she's done a little video and I'm hoping that you can hear the video and then you can decide if this would have any influence on a child. Here we go. So yeah, I um I actually believe that that child is probably going to be swearing out of its little ass. Um, it's actually a French, it's a French toy. And I think it's supposed to be saying something else. But it clearly, clearly um, curses. But uh, so the British, the British lady is, she's lost her mind. She's, you know, she's, you know, going to go to France and, and get angry with the French government. And why not? Um, but another thing that the British are good at is having a laugh, right? Taking the piss, having a laugh. And this week, right, um, they did a brilliant thing. They had to vote for, uh, for a boat's name. I don't know if you've heard about this, but the queen, the queen who turns 90, she's never going to die, is she, the queen? She's like, uh, 
her head is like an oversized puppet's head. I think there's actually, I think she's actually controlled, remote control. I think she just kind of walks out with her arms up, you know. Hello, hello. Um, so, uh, yeah. So she, um, I think they're doing her a boat, making her a boat or something. You know, like like you do when people don't have any money and people are starving. Why not give the Queen another boat? I mean, if, I, if I'm honest, I could be absolutely wrong about this. But anyway, so they've gone for the name and uh, they had a poll and they asked the British people um, and the British people have voted for Boaty McBoatface. How great is that? Boaty McBoatface. And it's one, so it has to be named Boaty McBoatface. Cheers to the UK. Um, I think we need more of that in Sweden. You know, I think we should have a laugh when we vote. Um, I think anybody that voted for the Green Party is probably considering their vote to be a bit of a laugh. I think four of them have resigned. Um, it was four four twenty, which is the 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 annual marijuana green, and loads of them got you know got kind of smoked out today. So um, yeah, very weird. Very weird politics at the moment. Um, so the Green Party, one of them had links with some kind of, had chatted with some terrorists. Another one refused to shake hands. And then another one did something else. That's how political I am. They did something else. And that warrants, in my eyes, a resignation. Anyway, politics, politics, hey. You haven't listened, you haven't tuned tuned in. You don't tune in, do you? You just, uh, you download, yo. You haven't don't, you haven't doon, you haven't downloaded to hear nonsense politics. You want to hear the truth. Um, and the truth is that I did my show, I recorded my show at Stockholm Reval on Friday and Saturday last week, I do not think I've been as nervous before the Friday gig for probably 10 years. I've been doing comedy for about 15. I was absolutely terrified. If you were there, I'm hoping you'll agree with this, it was pretty cool. It went very, very well. Um... So, um, that's kind of fun. So we filmed it. We filmed two nights. Um, and then we did like an interview, um, like a, almost like comedians around a table talking to each other idea. Um, and a friend of mine from the UK, Russell Howard, who's, um, big and famous, famous enough that we were walking around Slusen and, uh, and a guy, no, not a guy, uh, two girls followed followed him. And I think they knew him from British TV. I don't think that happens in, does that happen in Sweden? You know, do you follow that little Melody Festival guy, France? Do you follow him? I suppose you just turn around and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, we got it. I'm sorry. Um, 
And if you think Melody Festival has sort of ended, um, and maybe you've thrown away a lot of those songs that were sung um, in those dark days of Saturday nights on Svaria TV, I can definitely tell you in the ears and the brain and the mind of a two-year-old and a five-year-old, those songs continue and are requested more times than Sweet Home Alabama by a drunk 44-year-old man um, at a DJ booth. Um, My kids are just still on it. They're still in it. They're still wanting to hear Dolly roller coaster, um, naked, this naked song, Buckner Naked, um, and um, another one. And I just can't believe how shit the songs are. But yeah, my daughter is into the Dolly style, the roller coaster. She's two years of age. She's pushing her hair. She's like, ha! We're going high, we're going low. That song. I don't know if you've, yeah. Anyway, so that still continues. Um, but um, I'm actually going to a gig on Friday. I'm going to see the Manic Street Preachers. Um, I saw them in maybe 1990. And I think they just released this album. Um it's the Design for Life album, I think. Um, if you tolerate this, you know that song, um, that album. I think they're doing that album. It feels weird that a band, it's like a 25, 20 year anniversary. So maybe the album, of the, anyway, they're doing that album. I just wonder if they play it all the way through. Has anyone already been to one of those concerts where it feels very trendy, isn't it, now? Where a band gets up and does an album. Like, yeah, you you know, you like Violent Femmes would do Blister in the Sun. Um, you know, The Verve would do Urban Hems. Urban Hems, isn't it? Um... And Mon Selmalov would do the song Heroes over and over. I like Mons. Mons is one of those guys, he's one of the guys that I look at and think, he's really pretty. He's very good looking. And I, and I met him recently and I considered just, you know, just whispering in his ear, like, you know, how are you so pretty? How are you so nice? How can I get so pretty? But I didn't. I just listened to um, him sing. Um, yeah, so back to the Reval. Um, I hope you were there. If you weren't there, um, you'll see it on TV. We're putting it together. We're going to edit it. Um, and sort of did two shows. Um, I got a couple of the stories done again. Um, but can I say, fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much that you came along and, and, uh, I was a bit freaked out if, because if, if people don't come to a live recording, it's very strange. You know, if it's, 
if you can't get anybody to come to that, then I think nobody wants to see it on TV. But um, yeah, people came along. It was sold out Friday and Saturday. And the vibe, the vibe, that's right, I'm vanilla rice. The vibe, the um, the atmosphere was was amazing and made me feel really great. So cheers to you. Um, and now I just kind of, I, I watched, I watched one of them after the Friday so I could get an idea of what my face looked like, old Al Pitty McBoat face, what it looked like. Um, it's still the same, slightly kind of round and a bit freckled. Um, but, um, I just wanted to see what it looked like and it looked really good. So I'm very, very happy. At the end of the shows, um, well, Saturday, we gave out books. I bought, I, I, I wrote, didn't write a book, I put together a, a photo book quite a few years ago now um, called Begravda Elefanta. I think you can get it for like, I think you get paid to take it at the moment. If you went to a bookshop and asked for it, they'd give you money and the book. But um, I bought these books because I think it was cheaper to to buy them than get them burnt, okay? It, it's 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 past its sell-by date. I don't think it'll be the Bible. I don't think it'll be in people's hotel rooms. And I don't think the Pope will read from it. Um, weirdly, it's a photo book, uh, which is very good going to the toilet with, you know? And that's not if you haven't got any toilet paper, you use some of the pages. I mean... If you, you know, want to sit there. But now, you take your phone, don't you? Do you do that? Are you doing that now? Maybe you are. You must buy, sir. It's fine. It's all right. We're not filming you. Do your stuff. Have a listen to this. It's fine. And wipe yourself properly. Um, Yeah, so I... um. I bought the books and then I was just giving them out for free because that's the kind of guy I am. I'm giving back to what the world needs. I'm a bono of books that have expired. As you may know, I'm a massive, massive fan of Bono, but he just came out recently and said that uh, the way to fight ISIS is for us to send comedians um, to... Uh, to ISIS and get them with comedy. I uh, suggested Chris Rock, Session, Baron Cohen, and Amy Schumer. Um, I like those three. I think they're funny, but that would be the end of them, wouldn't it? You know, let's let's you know, let's cut the shit here. Bono, I don't know what you were smoking. I'll defend you. I'll defend your music, but I cannot defend that nonsense. I think maybe it was a weird quote, maybe it got us talking, but what a, you know, absolutely fragile in the mind kind of thing from little Bono, the Irish troll, which I love. Um, so I got these books and then we were giving them out, you know, in that kind of, you know, you're at, you're at, a, you're at a train station and they've got free yogurt, you know, when you've got their little yogurt tasters. 
They're like they're just throwing it, and and people do that kind of. They walk slowly, and they look at it. They see that it's free. They don't have to sign up for anything. And they circle back. You know those people. I'm one of those people. I see something and I think that's some free shit. I can have some free yogurt. I don't need the yogurt, but that's some free yogurt. So I do a little circle, then I get the yogurt, and then if the yogurt's nice, I put on like a fake beard, and then go back around. You know, yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, but yeah, I had these books, but the box. One of the boxes had like three or four boxes. One of the boxes just contained Russian literature, like a, a really full-on university Russian literature page. So I think somewhere along the line, my books with stupid photos in has now been sent somewhere where students or lecturers who are studying Russian literature were hoping that this book, this book would save their degree, would save their course. Now they've opened it, they've got it, and the teacher said, go home with this book, Learn it, and you will know from Stalin to Gorbachev to the great writers of Russia, from St. Petersburg to Moscow. And then they've opened it up. And fee-fan, it's Begravda Elefanta. It's my little face. And if you're wondering what a buried elephant is, it's the little kind of pipes that you have here in, in Sweden everywhere you know there's little pipes that just stick out of the ground they look like trunks elephant trunks so um i think i've sold a few more a few more copies of the book after that very very um big push um can i tell you something i am performing this saturday at Uppsala magic and comedy festival um i'm doing two shows I'm on at five o'clock and then I'm doing the gala, the big gala. And I think that's at 19 o'clock. 19.00. You don't have to say oo, do you? Um, my, my friends in the UK and New Zealand, when I say, oh, I think the show's going to start at 19 or um, oh, I'll call you at 20, they think I'm in the army. They think I've gone quite um, quite soft in the head, you know? Like, um, they used to, like, if you say seven, I'll call you at seven tonight. That makes sense. But 19 seems to be like, uh, 19, Roger, over, over, check, fuck, 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 fuck. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm doing those shows, so you best come along. I was on the brochure. I was in the in the brochure for for the festival. It's me next to John Cleese, um, which is enough for my mother. That's the kind of thing that means I'm doing okay if I'm 
just photoshopped next to John Cleese. Could be utter shit. I might not be a comedian. I might have made those and try and impress my mother. But it certainly did. Talking of mothers, we've got a new royal child, a sprog. Um, I don't even know if it's a boy or a girl, is it? Maybe they've had a lizard. I don't know, that's what royalty is, just lizards. Maybe they've had a, a Komodo dragon. Um, but, uh, yeah, they've, they've had a child. And I do love it when you see... Because they always do the same thing. The father or the mother then comes out. They hold like a, ba- a, a chair for the baby. The baby's in there. You see a little bit of its head. And then the newspapers, the tabloids, everything start saying stuff like what we know so far. What we know about the royal baby so far. And it's like, it, it's like four hours old. What, you know, it's like, what else is it going to be doing? Well, it's had three cigarettes and it's been Netflixing and chilling. Netflixing? Yeah, it's been Netflix and chill. That's what it's been doing. Um, it's just complete nonsense. We're obsessed, aren't we? What we know so far. What we know, like, as though the royal... The thing is, the royal baby has done a shit. I don't even know when they shit. When do they shit? When do they have a bice? We don't know that, do we? We don't need to know that. But anyway, so there's been a royal family, the royal family baby. Um, and it's not like, you know, let's be honest, kids. There's not that many babies happening around the world at the moment. So this is a rare one. And I think it's enough for newspapers and everything to forget about everything else and tell us what we know so far. Um, I won't do another pod until next week. So next Monday, which is the 18th. It's not the 18th. It's the 20... It's the 25th, isn't it? Next Monday? Yeah, it's the 25th. Um, Or is it... Jesus Christ. 25th. What what a seizure of my brain. I'm in... um, I'm in Sala... Sala, where the hell's Sala? I'm doing it, Sala Comedy Club. So you better get along to Sala. Um, we actually did a Q and A session um, that we recorded. If you were there, you would realise it was hilarious. Just had a few questions. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Swedish people. It was so good. I did a whole show about Sweden, and then the first question was. What do you think of Sweden? Ah, beautiful. And you've got to laugh at stuff like that. Um, So yes, Sala on on Monday. Uppsala on um, Saturday. And then I'm doing Sufla. Is it Safla? Safla. That's sold. Sold out. And then, but they've added some tickets. And then I'm doing Karlstad Comedy Club. Um, is it boring that I tell you this? I just want to know. 
I, I just want you to know. I don't want to know. I have to know. If I don't know, I don't get there. Um, but I did. Um, I did admit um, to the producer of the show on Friday and Saturday. I said um, I try and work out how far away I could get from here before you realised that I was gone. I told my wife this, and she said, "Yeah, we could have probably got away to like we could have flown to Copenhagen or something." I was like, no, 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 no. I was thinking like Australia, you know. But luckily the nerves relaxed a little and the show was, both shows were brilliant. A bit emotional, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've worked and worked and I could never have dreamt that I would do a li- like a live recording. And it's something I've really feared I also got a review in DN um, because of my lack of ability with languages. I don't really know what it says, but I'm told it says that I'm very good um, and I should continue. No, yeah, and it says you should continue. No, it says I'm good comedian, very, very good comedian, which is great. And it said that Raval was rocking. So that's enough for me. Um, but you don't do it for reviews. You do it generally for the money. No, you don't. You do it so people will have a laugh. You do it so people can have a good night out. And then you do it so your son and your daughter in about five, six years can sit down and I say, hey, point to that lampshade and put the TV on, you know, something like that. It'll be something like, all they have to do is just go like that. Don't try and guess what that noise was from. Um, And it'll be on. Or they'll just say, TV, Papa, and I'll be on. Um, And I'll be able to show it to them. So that meant, that meant a big, big thing. Um, I hope I see you in Uppsala, Sala, Uppsala, Sala, Safla, Karlstad. That's all in the next week. Um, Keep coming back with feedback on the podcast. Um, I don't know how to change the format. Um, I don't know if I should interview people. Come back with some stuff. Come back with some questions. Um, I think I am continuing it and looking through like like the week that was, having a few kind of ideas, uh, telling you some news that maybe you missed. So, um, thank you, take care, um, and let's talk again soon. Thank you so much. This has been Fifan, the Owl Pitcher Podcast, episode 35. Bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.